0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring The Lauren Goodwin Show.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome into to The Lauren Goodwin Show. How are you guys doing today? I have a game, so that's super exciting. I haven't had a game in forever. I haven't played basketball since March. So I hope you all are staying active, staying safe, and finding things to do to keep busy in quarantine. Joining me today is my producer, Amanda. <laughs> So yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started with you guys. If you don't know me personally, my name is Lauren Goodwin. I'm a professional basketball player now, but before that I played college ball at four schools. I ended my collegiate career at Oklahoma State though. Um, I transferred to get there. Long story. I got to where I wanted to be. Long road. Um, But that's a whole episode in itself. So I'm not going to get too much into detail on my whole college experience. I'll end up doing that later on in my podcast. Um, But i'm recent I'm most recently known for the viral video where I was at my brother's graduation party. I made a one-handed diving catch on my brother, and he's never gonna live that down. Um, it was on every sports media outlet possible, but he took his l with grace and it was super dope. It's on my Instagram account if you guys haven't seen it, but that's how I've gotten a lot of opportunities. Slam radio gave me this because they saw the video and um, just saw my message behind what I post on instagram and just what I can deliver. And I'm hoping to, out of this podcast, inspire a bunch of young adults and just people everywhere who need a little uplift during their day at 12 noon or or whenever you're able to hear it. Um, So we can go ahead and get into today's episode. Every week, I'll choose one quote as a theme for whatever I'm going to talk about, just for inspiration for that day. And today's is, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you by Fred DeVito. Um, A lot of people, when they... In the sports world, anyway, they say, "Oh, anytime something doesn't go a kid's way, they transfer and that's been a stigma forever it's, it's not normal to be able to become a professional athlete after going to four schools honestly I don't know anybody else who's done that, but I knew um, each time that I was at a school playing basketball and it's kind of like a job right so if you're working for a company and you're like, I want to end up being the CEO of this company and and they're like, well, this is never going to happen. Then you have to say, you have to be realistic and say, okay, well, I can't stay here. If this is my, if that's, this is going to be my ultimate goal. Now you can settle and stay there. I could have stayed at a university in Texas. My first school was UNT over in Dallas. It was only four hours away from my family. Could have stayed there. That was the easy thing to do. And people don't realize that it's like, Oh, I'm sure she just didn't like it and kept leaving. But I could have stayed there four years, graduated, um, kept going on the same degree plan. I would have been a physical therapist at this point, And I probably would have not, I wouldn't have become a professional athlete, but I knew from a very young age, what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be, become a professional. And so I just went with it. I said, I'm going to transfer. I went to Butler and, you know, the coach, whole coaching staff was fired. So then again, I was in a system that wasn't, didn't cater to like my athletic ability. And I knew again, that, I wasn't going to be able to become a pro and I was going to end up getting a degree and just starting off um, a nine to five job. And that's not what I wanted to do. And so I think if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you because those that was so challenging to go to all those schools and every time have to go and, you know, become friends with people on your team while also competing with them every single day. And then getting, you know, building a relationship with the coaches, even though they've been around the same people for probably the last two years, three years, every time I've transferred and having to become a part of that. And then meeting people on campus and always the new girl and always having to feel like I have to prove myself because that was super challenging for me. I wanted I wanted to stay at a school for four years and become really good friends with people and have that normal college experience. But I knew that if I wanted to become successful and what I've always wanted to do, then I just have to do what's gonna challenge me and that was leave. So that's why that quote is so important to me, transferring, created Lauren, the Lauren Goodwin you know now um, and would have never been this person had I not been through all of those challenges and was able to get drafted to the WBA and dreams that I could have never imagined if I hadn't finished out my career at Oklahoma State and was able to get more more people were able to see me. And it was just a really great experience overall. But Fred DeVito, with this quote, I'm telling you, you're spot on for my entire life, basically, Amanda.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, I 100% agree with that quote. I love that quote. But, you know, like a lot of people my age, and I see this a lot with people, my own friends even, where they don't want to grow and they don't want to get out of this place that they're in because they're so comfortable and they're so accustomed to what's brought to them here. What advice would you have to young people my age that don't want to get out of their comfort zone and don't want to, you know, go out further and venture out on new things and get out of their comfort zone, challenge themselves? Um, I would say actually just getting through
1: something because many people every day talk about growth. People do want to grow and people do want to challenge themselves, but it's all, it all comes down to the moment when you're looking fear in the eyes or you're looking, being tired, like if you're working out and you're tired, if you're in a job that you don't like, it's too strenuous, it's too monotonous, or school, in the moment that um, school doesn't seem that important, anytime it actually is right there and you don't get through it, then that just sets you back one more time. And I say this all the time, if you quit once in a moment where things are uncomfortable, then you're always going to quit because that's like the first response. And being in quarantine, I would say just for young adults right now who are in quarantine, And things are tough because you don't know what your future holds. You have to have faith in these moments, especially if you're an athlete. You have to work out, not knowing when the next time you're going to play is. And it does get hard, even for me. And and moments where I'm like, oh, you know, what is this? Why am I doing this? Why am I pushing myself to this limit when I don't even know the next time I'm going to go overseas is going to be because of Corona? And then the next day, like you might have some days where you're not 100 percent where you want to be or you don't feel very good and I've had those moments in quarantine throughout this time and I had to bounce back the next day so then it becomes okay so the next day I'm not gonna become t- I'm not gonna let myself get tired I'm not gonna let my mental go away just because I'm not um, being perfect in this moment or I'm not succeeding in this moment so young adults you just have to look it in the eyes look fear in the eyes and say I'm gonna get through it no matter what and it might start off as this week, this week, I'm going to start off, you know, just getting through my workout or getting through school. And then you can start to do it every single day to where it becomes such a habit, you never quit throughout an entire day. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know that even more specifically, girls, nowadays, they get discouraged very easily because they see everything that's going down. What would you say to young girls specifically who aren't 100% sure of themselves yet and they don't have the confidence to take that leap and make that jump? I think that is a
1: really good question because I feel like the standard for girls and for guys growing up is very, very different. Um, I remember watching a video of little kids, girls and guys, um, drawing something and they had to make it a picture of, let's say a giraffe, it's a giraffe. Well, the guys, they just kept drawing it and trying to go over it and fix it and just make it look good. But at the end of the day, they didn't really, like they weren't so concerned with it being perfect. They were just happy that they finished. The girls, they walked over to the girls' um, computer and saw that they had nothing on the screens. And it's like, how could you, you know, you've been drawing this whole time for 30 minutes. How do you have nothing? And they went back and kept pressing undo on the girls' computers. And they kept erasing and starting over and erasing and starting over because as girls, we need to learn how to cook. We need to learn how to clean. We need to, you know, we have to upkeep ourselves. We have to, we can talk, but don't talk too much. You can laugh and you, you have to be fun and exciting, but not too fun and exciting because then you're over-friendly and then you're giving off the wrong vibe, or maybe you're coming on to your, your boyfriend's friends, or you have to be everything all in one we have to have the kids and then do you stay home with the kids well you know you can but then he is the only one working it's just there's so many things that go into being a girl and just growing up i think that's that's like shoved down our throats and what we need what we need to be and what we need to be to get a man and i think it's just totally wrong so for girls who are who are unsure about their future or who they want to be and they don't really know what to, what to do. I think you really have to start diving into the word of God for sure. And I think you have to find hobbies. You have to find things that make you happy outside of anybody else. And when you do that, you're so comfortable in yourself that somebody else being alongside you is not, is not what you're after. You're not sitting here thinking, okay, does he like me or, Um, Am I doing all the right things? It's like, I'm this is what I'm doing. And I like to do it. And I like to do it whether you're here or you're not here. And so if you're here, then great. And we can mesh and we can see if we get along that way. But if not, I'm completely fine on my own. And that's something that girls at a young age, even adults have to figure out and learn about themselves. Like, what are they actually like outside of this person and being comfortable 100% in their
0: own skin? I 100% agree with that a lot of people you know my age 18 year olds and a little bit younger you see relationships in high school and even in college where a significant other is like a part of them it's not in addition to who they are already and that's where it comes in where hobbies and things like that who make a part of who you are and are a part of who you are it's not this person is a part of my personality trait exactly exactly and I think that
1: it's it's something that, as I said, those young girls I think we were they were like six and seven years old and they were just like trying to be perfect and the guys had a completely different mindset and we're also wired differently. I I get that, but it's also just what we're taught and what we're what we're learning and what is being told to us at a very young age. And those girls are erasing and trying to be perfect over and over, and you know then you have to unlearn all these things as a teenager, but you're also going through a lot of body changes. You're going a lot, through a lot of mental changes. You're trying to get into college and trying to you know, be successful in your own right so that you can be comfortable and not insecure um, and be able to be a hundred percent comfortable in your own skin. And then also, you know, wanting to start a family later on, there's just so many things going on in the mind. And I had to realize, I think throughout college, transferring was really hard for me because um, I wasn't able to, continue on building those relationships because I kept having to leave. And I still have a lot of really great friends, but I mean like romantically. And so that was really hard for me, but I had to, you know, just be comfortable in everything that I'm doing and know my purpose in life and what I'm, what I want, really want to do. The bigger picture is basketball was always first at that point until I'm successful. And then once I'm successful in myself and just my, profession, then I can start to be more open to a guy that I'm going to bring in my life or whatever. And so young girls, I think, get misconstrued a lot of times as to what the purpose is here, Um, whether that's finding a man or whether it's finding a quick career, but it's really about making yourself happy. So if you really like to bowl, you know, if you're a young girl, go, go bowling, go with your friends you know, make new friends, get out of your comfort zone, sit with somebody else at the lunch table and go do activities just with them and do it for yourself. Put on makeup if you want to, because it's for you. And if you like to work out all the time, and you don't wear makeup, then on a first date one time, don't wear makeup because that's who you are. And that's who they're going to end up seeing later on and just be comfortable. That's what I would say. Like my advice overall.
0: That is it's like I feel like I'm hearing myself talk and give like like we're just bouncing (laughs) off each other because I I feel the exact same way. Like to me, I've always been so focused on my career and what I want to do and who I am as a person. And to me, that comes, you know, that comes in second place. And nowadays in society, we see a lot of young girls are being, you know, expected to have a boyfriend. And, you know, if you're 15 and you haven't had your first kiss or you haven't had a boyfriend and you're too indulged in what you want to do when you grow up, it's like you get picked on, you get made fun of because it's all oh, you're not like everybody else, but sometimes it's good to not be like everybody else because it sets you apart from the norm. And, you know, a lot of young people are looking up to society. They're seeing the way adults are acting and they're seeing the way influencers live their life and they all want to get there and they want to be there but they go through the childishness before they even get to that
1: right you know somebody today or not today but yesterday i'm out here in las vegas i have a basketball tournament um it's actually really cool because a group of women professional athletes are going against ex NBA players and so some of the guys were like wait lauren are you not married and i'm like i'm 26 i was like no i'm not married like is that is it bad that i'm not married at 26 like that's just the norm and that's what everybody thinks this isn't even in adulthood these guys are 30 40 years old and it's like the same kind of mindset and I was like no I actually just finished school a few years ago I'm just getting into myself into my career uh, not even asking you know are you in a relationship it was more so like wow where's the ring on your finger it's so very <laughs> very surprised and it's yeah. just it's just crazy how society is and how um, things are like put into our brains on a on a on a daily basis
0: and it's like like you said there's a set expectation as to how old you have to be and how old before you have kids and it's especially for women you know if you're not married by 30 it's like whoa okay well you're kind of you're waiting too long and it's like if you haven't had kids by 30 wow well what are you waiting for you know like You got to get it done. But the point of your 20s is to discover yourself, learn who you are and be able to embark and achieve all those goals that you've had set for yourself your entire life. And it's funny that you say that because I actually I saw a post uh, not too long ago that said, you know, all these numbers and all these ages that we have set for things that we have to accomplish, you know, finish college by 24. You don't necessarily have to finish college by 24. You can finish earlier. You can finish later. Same thing with getting married. Same thing with starting a family, getting that dream job you know, we set these boundaries for ourselves and these like, oh, if I'm not married by 26, I'm going to be forever alone. That doesn't necessarily mean it. It may not be on your path. It may not be on your destiny at that moment. But later on in life, you may come across that. But for the time being, focus on yourself and focus on growing yourself and becoming who you want to be.
1: Right. And that goes back to our quote, because it's talking about challenges. And that's just a challenge that women face and girls face at a very young age. And I think that you're right and just saying that basically if you want to make that jump, if there's like a jump in life that you want to do, but you're scared to do it, it's going to challenge you in some way or it's going to challenge the norm to not get married or to not be in a relationship right away or to chase your dreams. Then if that's what makes you happy and comfortable, then in the long run, you should do that because later on, if you settle, if you settle for something, I talk about this all the time. If you settle for something less, then later on, you'll have to change your whole life. And that's like 30s, 40s, instead of just waiting for the perfect moment for you whenever you want to do something. So um, just for this podcast, I'm loving how motivational this is for young girls everywhere. And as I said, transferring, I knew it challenged me. It was something I, I wanted to pursue in my career. So I, I did that. And And you want to pursue your career. And so that's what you're focused on. And I love that about you at such a young age. I think it's really inspiring for other girls your age and i'm trying to inspire girls your
0: age so you're inspiring me actually so oh i really God. appreciate you coming on coming on this with me <laughs> of course and you're inspiring me too you know i think it's it's important that people like us we have each other there for one another because we live in a time right now like you said during this entire quarantine during this corona there's a lot of uncertainty you know when we first started this quarantine it's you know your senior year is getting cut short and i know i wept a lot of tears and there's a lot that I went through but I realized that this was only going to make me stronger in this change in this entire situation which can bring people down it's important to uplift yourself and with this entire podcast you know with what you've said it's so important that people hear this because again we're living in crazy times right now more than ever we need to be uplifted by one another
1: right so we can go ahead and conclude on that note and just say that, you know, we were born to be greater men, women. I'm speaking to the young ladies right now, though. Let growth change you. It's so freeing to be able to look fear in the eyes and conquer things that you never realized you can conquer and to face those challenges and become who you are in yourself, not needing anyone else to help get, to, get you to where you want to be, going against society's norms, um, chasing your dream, 16, 17 year old, years old and not looking back. Um, and there's a lot of questions from, from people who have been on my Instagram or just different social media outlets that have asked me different things. And um, Amanda, you can answer these as well. But the first question is from James from Texas. And he said, what do you look for in friendship and how do you have
0: discernment when choosing people around you? Wow. So, you know, it's kind of funny because. Once you get to this point in age, you know, the first thing I heard walking into high school was you're not gonna be friends with the same people years from now. Like, once you graduate, it's not gonna be the same group of people. And I can attest to that. And I've learned along the way that if people wanna be there for you, if they wanna be a part of your life, they will continue to do so no matter what. And you need to constantly surround yourself with people that are only gonna uplift you, not bring you down. If there's too much drama, if there's too much problems that surround you within this friendship, then it's not worth it. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to bring you up and the same way you support them, they're going to support you in the good times and the bad and through your entire journey. I agree. And the first question was, what do you look for in friendship? I would
1: say the first thing that I look for um, is loyalty. Because once I treat my friends like my family and once we are like locked in, then... I see you as family and I would do anything like ride or die kind of like, you know, 100%. ride for my friends. And at the very beginning, if I don't see that or feel that that's already like, it's like a letdown, you know, cause you're like, Oh my gosh, I would give anything for this person because you're my friend now. And we're going to be so close. And then any, so if I don't see the loyalty from the beginning, then I, I I can't do it. That's like a number one, uh, uh-uh, uh, because it would just end up hurting me in the end. And I've had that happen before. So you have to kind of learn from um, your, your other experiences. And it, say, it says, how do you, have discernment when choosing people around you. I think it just comes with time. Um, just just growing up, you know, going to different schools, seeing and meeting so many different people, you start to kind of see what stage you are in your life, and are you in the college stage? Are you wanting to have fun, or are you in the study stage? And Birds of a feather flock together. I tell you, like wherever you're at in your life, if you start to look around, you're saying, God, everybody around me is just partying all the time. (laughs) Why is that? Why do I have no friends that want to go to church with me? And it's like, well, that's who you created. That's the circle you created around yourself. So if that is you now, take a step back and start to go to other events and start to find new friends that um, are who you want to be. And most of the time they need to be a step above where you're at to, to make you want to grow and become better and surround yourself with people who inspire you or are doing something. A lot of my friends are doing something that maybe I'm super afraid to do. Like I'd say one of my friends is, does a lot of talking in front of big groups of people and he like owns his own business and he's super, like, it's super inspiring to me because that's something I would be like, whew. Like on a day-to-day basis, just having conferences and being the focal point in front of like 250 people is terrifying, but he does that daily and talks to me about it. And so I I bring people around me that make me want to face my fears and become better. That's how I choose discernment. But I've been burned many times. I think a lot of us have. So you kind of just have to work through it, get through it, and and find the real ones. And once you do, make sure you hold on to them.
0: Yeah, they're very hard (laughs) to find nowadays.
1: <laughs> yeah. I agree. So uh Ricky Phillips from Temple Texas has another question. Um he said what sacrifices were made for you to be who you are? And do you feel like you lost a part of yourself in the process?
0: Oof. That one's that one's strong. I the biggest sacrifice I've had to make is you know like I said earlier in this show is getting out of my comfort zone you know at just 16 years old i made a huge decision decision to go from a little bubble you know i was very comfortable where i was at and come to slam and it was a big change for me a big shock to me and at first you know i was very scared i was a very shy person but this sacrifice I did lose a part of myself in it, but for the better because I grew and I was able to come out of my shell that I was stuck in and I would have not grown out of this shell if it weren't for this sacrifice and this change that I made. Right. I, I'm trying to think of
1: my biggest sacrifice, but that is huge, though, to be 16 and you know make that choice just for your career that early would be super tough. And I know a lot of people at that age are thinking about um, boys
0: or you know, just different things. Yeah, it's like, one so the party? And right. what house are we going over to on Friday night? And what's the cutest boy of the week? But for me, it was, okay, where am I better suited to help me launch my career? So once I graduate from high school, I'm prepared enough to go to college and keep doing what I'm doing. So it was completely, at completely different levels that I was thinking at. And that's why this sacrifice, while it was a scary one to make, it was, I wish I would have done it earlier. That's my only regret. Right. That's like a leap of faith. And later on, I think in the next
1: couple of episodes, we'll probably talk about leap of faith because that's a big one, too, to be really nervous about something and maybe not take that leap. But um, my I'm trying to think of the sacrifice, the, sacrifice, the biggest sacrifice of my life. My senior year, my dad got a coaching job um, in Houston of high school. And so this is like my first experience of transferring. And he asked me, you know, if I stay at Temple High, a new staff had been hired and they were going to keep him on. They were going to keep him on, but he wasn't going to have the same job. It was going to be a smaller um, job. And he asked me, you know, Lauren, this is your senior year. I have a really good opportunity in Houston. I'm going to have to take a demotion, but they're going to keep me on because, you know, you're here. My whole family's here. What do you want to do? And I was like, ah, you know, it was such a big decision to make because, of course, I had finally, my dad's a coach, we moved all the time, but this is the longest time I'd ever been anywhere. And I had been there for six years. So I had made some friends and I was getting comfortable and I only had one year left of school. And I was like, well, I mean, you have a better opportunity in Houston. It's going to help our family. So let's just go. And I had to have faith in myself that I was going to be good enough basketball player to do the same things at that school that I was doing at my other school. And and then <laughs> there were 37 and two the year before. So this team was like one of the best teams in the state. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I was uh, really good on my team, but it was a super small town and not as good of competition. So I had to make that leap both for myself because I could have went there and rode the bench and then never even made it to college. And then also for my family, because we could have stayed in Temple, but he would have had to take a demotion. And, it, you know, who knows what, have, what would have happened the next few years, because who knows if that job in Houston for him would have been available the next year. And it probably wouldn't have been because it's so competitive to get those jobs. So we made that leap. and We ended up going to state for the first time in school history. And I ended up getting a scholarship offer from that school. And it was just incredible. My dad, he still works there and he loves it he's made so many great friends and my family will probably retire in Houston my brothers were able to go to school there and have a much better opportunity to be seen for football and they got they're both in college now for football so it was it was the perfect decision to make but the sacrifice was leaving everybody behind and taking that leap and i don't regret it at all Um, I think it also prepared me to transfer in college because I had I had made such a huge decision just like you, Amanda, um, when I was like 16, 17 years old. And so then when I was in college and I was like, golly, this isn't going to help me propel, propel me to the next level in my career for professional for professional basketball. So what am I going to do? And I, you know, I had already done that in high school. So I was like, well, this is nothing now. Like I can I can do this. So thank you, Ricky, uh, Ricky Phillips, for that question. Um, super deep. <laughs> i me mean, going, having yeah. to think way back, like <laughs> the biggest sacrifice in my life. I'm thinking like five years old, 10 years old. Like when was the biggest, sac- when I was five, I had to give up candy. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, Annie DeVoe, this is actually one of my really good friends. Um, and she's a, a sports reporter. And so, of course, she came out with like one of the best questions. So, I had to, had to use this one. She's from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I met her at Butler. And she said, What made you push through and continue to go after your dreams every time you transferred when you left the WNBA and the hardships you faced when it comes to the game? Whew. And then, then she said, What kept you going and never faltering? Um, I think. A lot of it, I'm just going to be honest, had to do with I didn't really have a choice. It was either keep going or bust, like either figure out the next step into getting to where I want to be or settle and work at who knows where, like just a, a, a place in my town or apply for 50 jobs at the time. And at that time, it was super hard to get jobs. And so I either had to figure it out after I left the WBA and the hardships were that I was on my own and I had just got out of college. So I was broke. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, I wasn't a professional yet, so I hadn't made any money that way. I was out of the WBA. I had just got an agent. I didn't know how the whole process worked and I was pretty down and out, but so those were the hardships I faced. But I think it was either figure it out or bust. So I just kept working out no matter what. I had no plan at all. I didn't know where I was going to go play. Um, This agent, I had no idea what he was capable of because obviously it's my first year. I didn't know anything about overseas professionalism. I just knew I wanted to get there. So I had to put my faith and trust in God and then also my agent to get me to somewhere. And I ended up playing in Israel and that like started my career or kept my career going rather. And now that we're in quarantine, kind of similar situation, Corona is going on. I really don't know um, if we're going to have a season this year, but I've been training, working out today. I have a basketball game like, and I think just continuing to work out and continue to just do the same thing every day. And that's what we were talking about earlier, Amanda, just not quitting and getting over the hump and doing things out of our comfort zone to get to where we want to be so that's what kept me going and never faltering just trying to be successful and just I didn't want to be average I don't want to just stop playing because I gave up if I stop playing because I decide to and it's my choice then that's what I know that I'll be done with the game is because I don't want to play anymore and not because I'm just too lazy or I quit or something like that just an excuse you know But alrighty, We are going to conclude this podcast. It's been very exciting to share a lot of details of our lives with you guys. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Amanda's a young teen right now, but she's super motivated, super excited for this podcast and just to help young girls her age. Um, She knows a lot about it because she's currently going through those things and working through them herself. And she's got a great supporting staff around her. She's at Slam Radio with a bunch of motivated people who are helping her get through you know things in her daily life and now helping her jump start her career so that's super exciting for her and then I am in quarantine now still working out still training and awaiting next season so next week we will probably probably be going over how to take that leap of faith and talking about getting through tough times um, just because we're in quarantine now and that's what a lot of people are going through so Man has been a great help today. And thank you all for tuning in to the Lauren Goodwin Show with Slam Radio. And I hope you all have a great day and stay safe.
0: The views and opinions expressed on the Lauren Goodwin Show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.